Christian faith and fiction, inspirational reading suggestions, along with chats about the Christian faith. The following episode is an audio version of a video that I recorded for my YouTube channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. If you would like to watch the video rather than listen to the audio, you can do so by clicking the link in the show notes. Please do share your thoughts by commenting either on the video or on the relevant blog post, links in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to my channel, Christian Faith and Fiction. My name's Lou. And this week I'm going to share with you some uh, encouraging verses in the Bible to do with God's love. February is kind of traditionally known as the month of love, mostly because Valentine's Day falls on the 14th in the middle of the month. It's so true that God's love is so much greater than any other love that we could find on earth. God's love is greater than any romantic love that we may experience or any parental love that we may have had. It's even greater than any fictional love that we may have read about. Uh, God's love is even greater than Mr Darcy's love for Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice. On this channel I talk a lot about Christian books and obviously the greatest book that one that has the most value to me is my bible and so I want to share with you 10 verses today to encourage you about God's love for you. As you're watching this video please do add your favourite verse on God's love down in the comments and if you're not subscribed to this channel after the video is finished please do go and check out the other videos that I make on this channel to see if it's something you would like to subscribe to. I'm going to be reading from the NIV version. This particular one is the Holy Bible by Zondervan and I'll leave its details in the description. And the first verse comes from Exodus 34 and verse 6. Just to give you a bit of context, this is where Moses is getting the um, the second lot of stone tablets with the Ten Commandments written on them after everything kind of went a bit pear-shaped after he um, got the first lot and he is up on Mount Sinai um, up the mountain and the presence of God comes down. The Lord comes down in a cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name to Moses. So this is what the name of the Lord is. This is his sort of essential characteristics who he is mostly known as proclaimed his name the Lord and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming the Lord the Lord the compassionate and gracious God slow to anger abounding in love and faithfulness maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness rebellion and sin yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished he punishes the children and their children for the sin of the parents to the third and fourth generation Moses bowed down to the ground at once and worshipped. So right there in that passage, God is declaring his name and his characteristics to Moses. And there are the two things, the love of God and the justice of God. His love of people and his hatred of sin right in the centre of God's character. And you can see throughout the whole Bible how he manages to bring those two difficult things together in a plan to save us 
and save us from our sin. And we're going to see more of that in a minute when we go to some more of the verses later on. But how wonderful, right at the very heart of God's character, is his abounding love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands. The second scripture is found in Psalm 136. And in this psalm, every single verse has this refrain to it. His love endures forever. So give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. And I'm not going to read all 26 verses of that, but that's like a praise song in the book of Psalms where the people of God will come and just declare that the Lord's love endures forever, 26 times in that one passage. And that whole psalm, it goes through um, creation and the wonderful things that God has done, and it goes through um, the exodus and how he took his people out from Egypt, and the battles that he won to give them their inheritance and to free them from their enemies and all of this is just to show how much God loved his people, Israel, and how much he loves us as well as it's included in our Bible, in our scriptures. The third passage is found in Isaiah 54 and verse 10. And this is a verse that I used to have um, written out in my Bible when I was a teenager, and it really meant a lot to me. It says, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. Isn't it great that no matter what is going on in the world, no matter how chaotic the world seems, no matter how shaken the um, society seems, no matter how shaken we seem in ourselves, that the love of God is still firm and secure, that we can stand on that. God's love will never be shaken. You know, in the world right now, as I'm filming, there are re reports of earthquakes of happening, of literal shaking of mountains and, and of hills of the earth literally shaking. Um, but maybe there's like metaphorical shaking going on in your life right now. Maybe the society around you or the world around you feels like it's shaking. Maybe you feel like you're shaking inside, maybe physically from anxiety and stress. Just hold on to that, that God's love will not be shaken. God's love for you cannot be taken or removed. He will not take his love or his peace from you, no matter how shaken you feel. No matter what's going on around you, God's love is secure and will be with you. That's been such an encouragement to me throughout my life, no matter what's been going on. God's love is there for me always. The fourth verse is in Jeremiah 31 and verse 3. And this is at a time when the people had really messed up, the people of God, and they'd been taken into exile They'd lost everything and Jeremiah is speaking to them and saying that they would be brought back. They will be um, built up again. And it says, the Lord appeared to us in the past saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. 
I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. I will build you up again, and you, virgin Israel, will be rebuilt. Again you will take up your timbrels and go out to dance with the joyful. And this is something that can encourage us if we've messed up, we've gone away from God, we've um, lost everything, that God's everlasting love is still going to draw us back to him. He still wants a relationship with us. He still wants to restore us. He still wants to build us up. Even if we haven't gone very far away, you know, if we just messed up this day, come back come back to God's everlasting kindness and love, come back into that embrace, don't wait, don't wait out in the cold, in the darkness, don't punish yourself, come back into that embrace with God, he wants to rebuild your life. The fifth verse is from Hosea chapter 2 and verse 23 and this is similar to the last one, it's Hosea's story and Hosea was called to marry someone who was unfaithful to him and then God called him to go back and love her again and it was a prophetic act of what God wanted to do to Israel he's saying you have been unfaithful to me but I want to love you again I want to bring you back into relationship with you again it says I will plant her for myself in the land I will show my love to the one I called not my loved one I will say to those called not my people, you are my people, and they will say, you are my God. The love of God is able to get past even our unfaithfulness to him. The love of God wants to be drawing us back into a relationship with him. He loves us so much that he is willing to pay the ultimate price to get us back into relationship with him. And how amazing is that? How wonderful is that? Isn't, isn't our God to be worshipped? How amazing is our God and how amazing is his love for us? Moving into the New Testament now and perhaps uh, one of the most famous verses about God's love, maybe even one of the most famous verses in the Bible is John 3 verse 16 and it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. What an amazing gift of love to give to a person, to give to us his only Son, the thing that he loves the most in the world, the Father gave to us for us. The thing that was most valuable to him, the thing that was most valuable to Jesus, his own life, he gave for us so that we could have an eternal life because he loves us so much. What an amazing gift and what an amazing privilege to have that love. Just let that sink into your mind and into your heart and your soul and your spirit. The amount of love that God has for us that he gave everything up for us. What an amazing God we have. And following on from that in Romans 5 verse 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. While we were still in the wrong, while we were still going the wrong way, while we were still in rebellion against him, while we were still acting unfaithfully against him, while we were still 
speaking against him and acting against him and and not even looking in the right direction he died for us his love for us was so much that he died for us while we were still sinners then in romans chapter 8 verses 38 39 one of the amazing passages about god's love for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Literally nothing can separate us from the love of God. You are assured of God's love in your life. I am assured of God's love in my life. There is nothing that can take God's love away in heaven, on earth. No powers, nothing can take God's love away from you and from me. How amazing. How amazing is that? Isn't that just encouraging? It's such an encouraging... I mean, that whole, that whole chapter is such an encouraging chapter. But... Yeah, nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. And then the ninth and 10th verses come from the book of 1 John, the letter that John wrote. And the first one comes from John, 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. God's love has made us his children. When we come to Christ, when we believe in Jesus, when we believe and accept his death and resurrection, then we are made children of God. We're made members of his family. We are belong to him and his love for us cannot be broken. And finally, in 1 John chapter 4, there are several verses. Um, John writes a lot about love in his um, writings. Um, but from verse 16 onwards, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. That verse, is, that passage is like a, both encouraging and a challenge to us. Um, first of all, again, it says God is love. God's character, God's characteristic, as we said right at the beginning, his character is love. It's part of his essential identity. He is someone who loves and because of his love, first of all, we don't have to be afraid of punishment. We don't have to be afraid of our eternal destination because if we've accepted Jesus, we can know that God's love is for us and that we will receive eternal life. 
And as a challenge to that, because God has loved us, we must love other people. We must love our brothers and sisters. We must love our enemies, as it says elsewhere in the Gospels. We must show love to other people because he loves us. But we need to know that we are loved by God first and foremost. Because if we don't fully know the love of God, we won't fully be able to show the love of God to others. So let's just grasp that this month. I'm just going to encourage you to take hold of the love of God. I'm going to encourage myself to remember throughout this month the love of God for me and how much he paid for me and how much I mean to him and how much he is fighting for me and I can never be separated from that love. I am secure in his love. Let's just pray. Father God, I'm so thankful that you have given your son Jesus for me on the cross. I thank you for the outpouring of your love on me that you've shown through that act that will last for eternity. I thank you that nothing can take away your love from me. There is no power, there is no sickness, there is no darkness, there is nothing in all creation, there is no shaking of the world that can take away your love for me. And I thank you so much that that leaves me in such a secure place that I can accept your love and I receive it today, Lord God. Please help me to show your love to others. Help me to be a better lover of other people, to show your love through me. Lord God, I want to do that. Help me. In Jesus' name. Amen. I hope that those scriptures have encouraged you, those Bible verses have spoken to you, and that you've been encouraged again about the love of God. As I said, leave down in the comments any Bible verses that you find really helpful about the love of God. I hope that you have had a really great week, and until next time, God bless. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Christian Faith and Fiction podcast. If you would like more information, you can click the link in the description. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to make sure you catch the next episode.